Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Are we live? We're live. Hey, we're live. We're at Gross Anatomy. Welcome to Gross Anatomy Podcast. We are live, and I'm Dr. Jason Cohen. And I'm Lauren Taylor. Welcome, everyone. Hi, Lauren Taylor. And we discuss sight, smells, and sounds of medicine and how it relates to pop culture, movies, TV, and the world around us. And are we live? We're live. We're live. So what are we doing today? Today is, it's October. I can't believe it's October. I know, it's October 2nd. I'm, I'm, I almost have to get ready for my Movember beard already. <laughs> you do. I, I have Looks to start, like you are, kind of. I have of. to start grooming it already. I don't think I could shave now. Oh, you, oh, because it has to be a full beard. No, no, but I try to do a Movember thing. Right. I've done the mustache, I've done the goatee, and I've done a full beard. What should and we do? And that's just to... I should take a poll. Raise recognition? For Raise men, awareness? Raise awareness of men's health and men's cancer risk. So that's that's the goal. So when people it's are like, why do you risk. have that mustache? They'll be like, I I'll tell you why. November. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I can't believe it's coming up. I know it yeah. is. Yeah. So what are we doing today? Today we are we're talking about a, a lot of stuff. Really? Well, a few things. A few things. Something came up, and since you work with um, people with breast cancer, I thought. And November's ask. coming. And November's coming. There we up. go. That, you didn't like that intro. You didn't notice I deliberately introed that. I liked it. You weren't even speaking you didn't even of catch cancer, it. right? And men's health. And men's health. Right. And something that's not usually talked to, associated with men right. is breast cancer. Right. But Beyonce's dad was on Good Morning America this morning. Beyonce? Who's Beyonce? Um, she's super famous. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, singer, actress, her dad um, and former manager was on Good Morning America saying that he had been diagnosed with breast cancer. And the reason he went on the show was to make men aware and feel like they shouldn't feel ashamed if they have breast cancer or ashamed to get checked because it does happen to men. I don't know that there's an exact number, but he said 2,000 to 3,000 cases a year. Yeah, that sounds about right. What was interesting was I, I was reading through some of the, the articles. He was quoted as, I didn't think men could get breast cancer. And that's kind of the common thinking is that most people can't believe it and don't think that men could get breast cancer. Right. I mean, I knew that they could, but... I've never known anybody, known right. a male that's had it. Right. I, I've taken care of several, uh, and the reality is is almost all men have some breast tissue as well, certainly not as much, but have breast tissue, and uh, it's rare that a man could get breast cancer, but men certainly could. Certain men are more predisposed to breast cancer, and those are men with genetic abnormalities, um, and it turns out that... Uh, um, Beyonce's dad does have the breast cancer gene. Right. Yeah. That's what he was saying. So he got... So that's what I was wondering if you can explain. Is it... So what exactly is BRCA? Like... It stands for breast cancer gene. Okay. You know, okay. it's the breast okay. cancer gene. So it's then the they say they're getting gene. the BRCA test? Right. It's the breast... The BRCA test is the breast cancer gene test okay. to see if someone actually carries the gene that puts them at an increased risk for breast cancer, but not only breast cancer, breast, ovarian, prostate, skin cancer, even sometimes colorectal cancers could be associated with that BRCA gene. But the main cancer that's associated with it is breast cancer and ovarian and gynecological cancers. But you would only know to go for this test like if you had a family history? 
So there, there are a few reasons why someone would be tested. The, the, uh, the obvious, well, someone who is young, typically less than 50 or less than 45, who's diagnosed with a breast cancer, we might often genetically test them to kind of help decide the treatment for that patient and that patient's family, because we don't typically expect to see breast cancers at that young age, so right. they may be tested. Okay. But then someone with a strong family history, would we would genetically test. And while in probably the middle of America, it's probably not done as much at major cancer centers and, and cancer surgeons and cancer doctors, do tend to think about it, but believe it or not, even not as often as we should. But but part of our history, part of my history, when I talk to a patient, I always ask any patient for coming in for whatever they're coming in for. I ask a family cancer history to kind of see, is there something that we need to think about? Is Could there be a high colon cancer risk? Do we need to do more frequent or younger age colonoscopy? Mm-hmm. Or uh, a strong family history of breast cancer, men could get that gene just as much as a woman could. Yeah, and I guess he didn't think about it, even though I, I guess I think like this, his sisters in his family, or he had a strong family history of it. Right, and and we often don't think about it, and and there are a few reasons why he should have checked for himself, but then also for his children and mm-hmm. and his family to to decide. So if he has that gene, there's a fifty percent chance that he passed that gene on to one of his children. Oh, really? I didn't know it was that strong. Yeah. So then they would probably get tested. They need to get tested, for sure. Okay. Now, the way the gene acts, you know, it it expresses itself in different ways. So just because you have the gene doesn't automatically mean 100% you're going to get cancer, but it markedly increases your risk of cancer. And in different people, it gets expressed differently. The reality is, is even though people have a gene... One in eight women are still getting it, which is crazy. One in eight women get breast cancer, which is an insane number. It is incredibly high. If you sit in a room in our our office where we have more than eight women, one of the women in our office is going to get breast cancer in their lifetime. That's a crazy I know, and we've talked about this before, how I'm... You know, all these, like, runs and marathons, like, for breast cancer make me highly aware, but I there's still nothing I can feel like I can do. I guess you could get a BRCA test if you had a family right, history. Right, so if you strong family history, you could get a BRCA test. These days, though, I think we talked about it a little bit on one of our other podcasts, is, uh, you know, the... the um, the family things, the 23andMe, the Ancestry.com, right. you could actually get your BRCA tested in that as well. Okay. So, I, I yeah. thought I knew you got tested for something, I right? did. So I did a 23andMe uh-huh. where I found where I was waiting to see all my cool, interesting heritage and ancestry. I was hoping I was going to be like 1% this and 5% that, and I just got back 100% boring Ashkenazi <laughs> Jewish. I'm like the most boring guy ever, but I thankfully found out that I do not have the BRCA gene. Uh, which was great, and I also I was concerned because um, there's Alzheimer's in my family. I don't have that apo gene for Alzheimer's either. Now, how reliable that is, and 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 could there be other genes that we don't know about? A hundred percent. There are definitely many other breast cancer genes. Mm-hmm. The ones we can test for right now are the BRCA1 and the BRCA2 and some other lesser-known ones. Uh There are other genes. You know, there are families with breast cancer. Many people have cancer that test negative for BRCA. It just means that they don't have that gene. 
And so it doesn't mean that they can't get it. It does not mean they can't get it, but it means that they don't have that gene and all the things associated that we've studied and learned related to that gene. So if you test positive for this gene, I don't know what gene An- Angelina Jolie had, but I know she had her breast She had either BRCA1 and or her BRCA2 as well. ovaries, I think. She had either BRCA1 or BRCA2, the breast cancer gene. So then if you do test positive... That's an option your doctor talks to you about? So there, there are a bunch of different options, depending on your age, depending on where you are in terms of having had children, not having had children, are you already 90? Because at a certain age, if you haven't developed cancer, like if you're 90 and you find your BRCA positive, the likelihood of you getting breast cancer is actually a little bit lower, it's thought to be. Not, not lower than the general population, but that increased risk may not be there if you've, if you've kind of gotten old without getting the breast cancer. But... Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there are many different options. There's the more aggressive option, which is in terms of breast cancer itself, which is double mastectomy. That's the aggressive option. Mm-hmm. And then the lesser aggressive option, and, and you have to decide if, if you're going to do that, what age do you want to do it at? And are you going to do it and just have the mastectomies without reconstruction? Or is, and a, for a young woman, that's really hard to think it's really about terrifying it's, it's hard to think about it at all but but you know certainly you would want to meet with a plastic surgeon and go over plastic surgical mm-hmm. options and then in terms of mastectomy we talk about skin sparing mastectomy versus taking all the skin because when you're saving the skin and the nipple and the areola granted your cosmetics are going to be so much better because you have your natural skin and, and soft tissue uh, or skin rather and appearance but you're leaving behind possibly some of your breast tissue. So you're accepting maybe a little bit of a risk. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one option. The other option is just really rigorous, vigorous screening. Um, so patients who are BRCA positive, um, we recommend mammogram every year and also MRI of the breast every year. But you, the way you do it often is, is you don't do it together every year, you stagger it every six months. Mm-hmm. So every year you're doing a mammogram, every year you're doing an MRI of the breast, but every six months you're doing something. So six months MRI, six month mammogram, six month MRI, six month mammogram. And just close follow-up and exams too. And so I know they say that the reason that the breast cancer rate is one in eight and it's gone up is because we do more screenings. Do you catch it more often? Do you see any like op? Optimistic signs. Yes, you can cure it more likely by finding it earlier. But like, do you think there's any chance of it just being eradicated or going those numbers going down? I mean, you have three daughters. I mean, you must yeah. think about these things. I I do to some degree, um, and it may even be in my children's lifetime, or at least decreasing the risk. Um, but it, it's not there yet. By no means, but I do oh, think gosh. it. I do think it'll be something on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if global warming will kill us all first. Though. I know. Taking us into the next. Topic. Taking us into the t- yeah. next topic. It's yeah. October second, Clean Air Day in California. Clean Air Day in California. I um, read it, the. Isn't hi- that a uh, an oxymoron? <laughs> yes, I read the highway sign that was like, "Clean Air Day, do what you can." take the metro and I was like well I'm already on the highway in my car right and the metro- park and walk <laughs> right mm-hmm. on the freeway yep uh, and that which I would take the metro if it wasn't so difficult to take right do you ever take the metro I have taken the metro don't isn't it called the train I, maybe is metro the train. better thing yeah no I've taken it do I take it no I've taken it maybe 
less yeah. than a handful of times. I mean, New York, you just call it the subway. Subway. But I never yeah. take it here. And I think it yeah. might be called the metro. Maybe it's just called the train. Berlin sings a song, Riding on a Metro. I love that song by Berlin. They just performed, I think, in New York in Central Park. Some of my friends I went. I saw Berlin. They played Rondondo Beach when? at that festival I went to this summer. Really? Yes. That was one of the best concerts I ever went to in my life, was Berlin opening up for the Thompson Twins in Saratoga Springs, New York. My summer camp took us for a weekend to go see the concert, and it was the best experience and the best concert of my life. Berlin opening up for the Thompson for Twins. For our listeners, their most famous song is probably Take, Your Bre- Take My Breath Away, right? Right. I think so. The Top Gun song? Yes, the Top Gun song. So she sang that, and she's like 60, but she still looks amazing, Does I she? think. Yes, she does. She's, like, fit. Like, I don't know, she looked great. And then she, like, got on someone's shoulders. She, like, walked into, like... And so she went into the crowd singing that song. What concert Her voice was that? Is perfect. How come you didn't tell me about that concert? I would have loved to have gone to that I didn't thing. know you liked Berlin. I love Berlin. There's no way I would have put that together. Really? Love Berlin. They also sing a great song called Masquerade and then Riding on a Metro. Maybe she sang that. Maybe I just I'm sure she remember. sang all of those. So, Berlin is good. Berlin is good. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help um, climate change. There you go. Um, but climate change is um, a touchy subject. It ends up being very political, which we're not looking to get into on it's this, very political. this show. Right. But I think I, I was curious about you because I know, I feel like with your wife and you, you're just very like conscious about the environment. So you probably do stuff. You just don't even know it. So by by trying to be as plant-based as possible, I think that is helpful to the mm-hmm. environment, you know, rather than consuming all these animals. I think that's yeah. been shown to be really bad for the environment. But it wasn't deliberate. That wasn't kind of my intention, although it's a nice side effect of my trying it to be nice plant-based. Um, my wife, who we talk about at least once an episode. That's what I was curious about. I was like, I feel like yeah. your wife probably she, does more than I do. She does way more than I do. She's very much aware of the environment. You know, what's really interesting is... You know how when you go to restaurants now and you see uh, uh, the bottles on the tables of water, it's always in those glass bottles, mm-hmm. you know, those cool glass bottles that they fo- My wife was way ahead of people on that. We've had those glass bottles in our home for at least 15 years. So no plastic. No, she really tries to limit yeah. the amount of plastic in our house. Yeah. I love good. plastic, <laughs> but she tries to limit it for sure. Well, I always wonder that, like, obviously everyone in California, they make it really easy for us to recycle, so, I mean, that's just, like, a given thing. Right, right. But I always wonder how much of it is actually being recycled. Like, right. I would is like really to visit the recycle dumped? bins that's and, like... That's a good like, point see what's happening i know is it a myth or is it real and then i like clean off my plastic by using water like you know like if the plastic is dirty or like a container right before i put it in recycling hoping it'll be recycled more likely but then i realize i'm just wait maybe i'm just wasting water right actually i i think i've talked about the fact that i love ted talks mm-hmm. and there was a ted talk about a woman who tried to not use any plastic and how she went to the supermarket and and groceries with crates and jars and and how much how challenging it was in the beginning but i think she figured it out but it was a fun and interesting ted talk about trying to be more environmentally conscious yeah i think yeah being it's, conscious doesn't have to be political just no, trying to be sure. a better person and care about the earth Right, but it's also it also just goes back to not wasting stuff, mm-hmm. like not like trying to conserve, you know, and and just not be someone who wastes and throws crap away. Now, 
I'm, this is not political, but it's my crate. Anytime my wife, you know, gets starts telling me about conservation and wanting to save the planet and all that stuff, I then tell her about my crazy. I'm excited about this. I don't yeah. know what it is. I've never discussed this with you. No. So it's it's this crazy idea that I've kind of conceived more. I think. Did I? Oh, you might have told me I about think this. It's more. I think we've talked about it. It's more like science fiction kind mm. of thinking. And I, d- I think I agree with we you. We have talked about it, and it's mm. it's science fiction, and it's more like it would be a cool premise for a mo- movies and TVs, which it kind of is. Is like everybody's like save the planet, save the earth, don't you know recycle this and that, b- so that our children's children will have an earth to have. And my joking evolutionist, it's its kind of playing the devil's advocate, is who are we, such selfish people, to think that we're saving the earth for ourselves and our family, and that it's we humans and we other species that are here that are supposed to be here. The, the dinosaurs were here and they left, and the, the Ice Age was here and it left, and so maybe the 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 global warming and then the next thing you know what yeah. I, I mean who's to say that why are we so egocentric to think that we're the we're the whole reason the planet's here yeah well then there's know. always um celebrities like you know advocating to do more for climate change right and so Jason Moma who was is that Cal- how you say his name I think so it's not Momoa oh it's Moma Momoa Samoa you know I'm terrible with names I don't know I don't know. Cal Drago from mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Let's call him that. He's not Aquaman. He's Cal Drogo. Yeah. I agree. I didn't see Aquaman. I did. I actually liked it. Really? I mean, it wasn't great, but I liked, but it was enjoyable. Uh, and um, he's fun to watch. He is a good actor. Yeah. But so he was at the UN And he's Small. married to what's her name? Oh, she's Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. Gorgeous. Love. So he was at the UN Small Islands event, and he was talking about, he made a speech about climate change, and he said, humanity is a disease that is affecting our planet. Yeah. So I think that kind of goes with your theory. Like, maybe if we are the problem, we just disappear and something else happens. Like, right. something else evolves. Either humans should disappear, and then, it, right, maybe. I mean, that's not what he was saying. Right, right. What no, he I meant know. by it, he just meant humans, humanity and, needs to care more. And the reality is, is humans are awful. Yeah. I mean, we really are. I don't, yeah. I mean, I think that was kind of his point in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. That we can be... No, he's right. We could be more... Just with everything. We need to be more conscious. Yeah. Which I feel like I am. I feel, I like, feel like... I feel like my carbon footprint is as small as it can be. But really? But then I also just told you that I didn't take the metro today. Right. So it's obviously not. Right. Exactly. But it would have and had to drive to the train station, right. which is almost as And far. we're using a computer that's made out of plastic and and a microphone that's made out of plastic and everything we're using is made out of plastic. But we're not throwing it away. Right. And when it stops working, we're going to recycle it and... You can recycle your electronics at Best Buy, everyone. I found that out. It's very easy. What does that mean? Any kind of like wires, phones. I had, a, I had an iPhone 4. I didn't know what to do with it. And Best Buy was just like, we'll take it. You just like can drop it in the bins there. Do they give you money for it? I think they can give you, like, a receipt or something, but I was just like, I don't need that. Like, for tax purposes? I think so. Interesting. They offer oh, so you just mean you could throw it away at Best Buy? You can, yeah, you can recycle I thought it. you meant you could actually get it Well, there are recycling bins for smartphones that are um, newer than iPhone 4s so right. that you can get, like, rebates for. Right. But you can't get it, like, refurbished and working again. Oh, no. Right. That would be cool. Okay. Um, who's... Who's your favorite uh, celebrity that supports the environment? 
Mine would be Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, you're right. Why? What's his thing? He has the Leonardo DiCaprio Foundation, appropriately right. titled. Um, so That's a creative name. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Their goal is to try to find solutions to climate change and have a global transition of 100% renewable energy being used by 2050. Interesting. If you want to learn how they plan to do that, you'll have to go to the website because it's a lot of information I don't quite understand. Right. So he's your favorite green person. Mm-hmm. That Damon the water guy? He's the water guy. Yeah, I remember him handing out water. I don't know what he does for water. He, something, he likes water. Right. Which takes us back to yours. Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aquaman. But then I also like, uh, not because I think she's a necessarily, uh, I just like her, Jessica Alba. What does she do? Oh, Doesn't she does she the, the whole, oh, she has a huge company. A whole company. Mm-hmm. What is that company called? Most, no, formal, um, Honest. Be honest. Honest. Yes, the Honest company. And I like that because it's, it's geared towards moms and kids and babies, so it's more That's just trying That's a great to, one. And yeah. she made a ton of money off of she it. I love women who can... Yeah, who can do it Business-minded. Right. And she did it all. She made money... She took care of the environment. And she made a product she wanted to use yeah, no, yeah, really for her cool. kids. Yeah. That is that's no, a very good cool. answer. I kind of yeah. forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. Well, there's um, that new teen climate activist that was like a um, big presence at the United Nations Climate Action Summit. That was recently, like a few weeks ago. But um, she's becoming a big celebrity. What's herself her name? By just being a climate activist. Greta Thunberg. Yeah. She's like the 16-year-old that was um, basically telling all politicians, all people in power, that they're not doing enough. Right. Which I don't know the answers to. I don't know, and I don't know anything about her other than the fact that you told me about her name. So, <laughs> yes. She's very... But good job, kid. I'm. You'll see her on social media. I'm she's sure. She's everywhere right okay. now. Do you think she has more followers than we do? Yeah. Yeah? Um, but what we wanted to talk about mainly, because this is Gross Anatomy, a medical podcast, kind of, also about pop culture, is how weather can affect your health. You know, it's funny you say that. We were just at a party for my kid this past weekend at someone's house, and the woman's from London, and one of the women there was from London, and she was, and my wife and she were talking about the weather in London and being depressed and all that stuff. Yeah, mental illness is a big thing. Yeah. So what did she say about that? That it's depressing, and she's happy being here in L.A. I love London, though. Really? Right. That's interesting. Right. And then I, I don't remember who I was talking to. We were talking about someone who lives on the east or lived on the east coast because i'm originally from new york and we were talking also about what see maybe even with my kids what seasons you prefer winter spring summer fall um or do you prefer all the seasons or california seasons which are earthquake fire rains floods you know um and also they were saying the same thing that it's just depressing being back east with the you know the snow and the gloom and the The cold all four seasons all four seasons, but it's right. harder then. But uh, so, as much as I like all four seasons, I like being in LA. I do too. But do you know we our air pollution really does suck though? Still, yes. I remember as a kid. I mean, there was a joke in like movies and TV that they would show um, how awful the air pollution was, mm-hmm. and then in talking to my wife, she would say that they would actually have days. What was it called? Um, uh, days that they were told not to go outside. Even uh, what's the word? Um, well, they have that in China, right? Like those, it's like where the sky's like almost like yellow. And right, and you're told like, not to go yeah. outside because the sm- smog alert days. Sm- yeah. Yeah. Um, she had that? 
Yeah, they grew, she grew up with that. But now it's not that. I mean, it's still bad. Is it really bad? How bad is I it? I do wonder if California is going to be like that someday. Um, well, it got better. It was worse. According to this report, Los Angeles has been named the worst U.S. city for deaths related to air pollution in a new study. Still. Yeah. Wow. Don't let my wife read that. Oh, really? She's what ready she to do? leave. She wants to leave L.A. She really? hates it here because of all the changes. You know, she said it used to be great, and now it's not as great. Where would you guys go? Um, somewhere without traffic and without horrible air and closer to the water. Some water, maybe. So are there any health tips you have for living in California? We're not going to start Stay wearing inside. masks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to end on a bad note. So don't what are you watching? So I am still... I'm watching Glow. I'm really enjoying Glow. Glamorous Ladies of Wrestling. expect that answer. Yeah, I'm watching Glow. And I like it a lot. It's fun and silly and it's 80s based. And I really like the actor Mark Maron. I think that's his name. He has his own podcast. It's yeah, I think good. he does. It's called WTF. It stands for What the... Right, bad word right 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 um maybe i should listen to it because i like him and then allison brie i think that's her name she's great she's, she's on mad men one of my fave she is shows. Mm-hmm. she played pete's wife that's what i know her from did Pete she Campbell. right yeah i forgot that i think her name was trudy on the show right that's right i mean she's she wasn't like great. a main character no but. she wasn't but she's great in this and uh, it's a really fun show. There's really fun 80s music. Has there been any Berlin? I don't know. But there's really been some fun <laughs> there music. Might, yeah, there might have been. actually be perfect. Yeah, there might have been. Um, and I, I have to catch things up to together Succession. On the show. It's all about tying it in. Succession, I'm caught up on. Are you? I don't I'm kind know. Of, right. I don't know. It's but kind I have of to watch to that new much. show about the woman who goes back to become a doctor in her 50s. It second just act. Aired. Yeah, Carol's second act. Carol's second act. Yeah, it just aired, so I have to watch it now. That's on my list of homework assignments All to right, watch. Maybe we should watch it and report back. Yeah, I we mean, can talk about it next week. Okay. Carol's second act. Yeah. What else should we talk about? Any other ideas, thoughts, comments, flashes of brilliance? Tell us. Email us. Text us. Uh, uh, Instagram us. Facebook us. Uh, do something. Do something. Thanks for joining us Thank on Gross you. Anatomy. Don't forget that this is really just our opinion and not medical advice. Thanks for joining us on Gross Anatomy Podcast. Thanks. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.